Welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I am your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know, the one, the only, Master John! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gets worse every time. <laughs> well, you know, you you look red, you look hot, you kind of remind me of a Mexican tonight. That's why I said I think we're related, John. <laughs> to get some sun today. I was trying to get ready for the party. Get a little sun. My brother from another mother. It was hot outside today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was so hot that, um, yeah, I was starting to melt today. It was pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I lit my stick on fire, so it got a little hotter. Isn't your stick always on fire? My, my fire stick, yes. Oh, your fire stick. Okay. Just clear. That's what I call there. it now. It's not little John anymore. It's my little fire stick. <laughs> <laughs> Light that bitch up. No longer traffic cone. It's the fire yeah. stick. It's still a traffic cone. You, Don't worry about that. You have to say you could call it fire pole. Fire pole? Yeah, fire pole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight, John, we're going to talk about... Mm, you like this one. I know. This is all, this is all you. You love this. F.L. R. Ooh, what is FLR? Female-led relationships. Yeah, hey. what? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I do like this one. I do. I do, because I'm a boss bitch. Right? I am. I'm, um, I'm not a boss bitch. <laughs> but I'm not a gimp boy either. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, this is interesting. and you, You're going to have a lot to say about this. I'm, I'm going to have a lot to say. Don't get too annoyed. Okay, I'm not going to get annoyed. Okay. I'm probably going to be really curious because I haven't done this. Okay, so it says, what is a female-led relationship? The three different forms and how to explore. If you're a woman who likes being in control or a man who likes playing a more subordinate role, you might be interested or already finding yourself involved in a female-led relationship. Hmm, interesting. (laughs) A female-led relationship, or FLR, is traditionally a type of BDSM relationship between a dominant woman and a submissive man. See, that's that's the part. That's what you do. Absolutely. Yeah. I do. Would you like to continue on then? Oh, no. I was just letting everyone know that that's how your relationship works. Oh, It's okay. a BDSM relationship and you're the dominant. Okay. Well, let's not be too loud. We don't want my husband to hear you say this. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Although the term originated within the kink community, some people now use the term female-led relationship more generally to describe any relationship between a man and a woman, wherein the woman holds more power than the man, whether in terms of breadwinner status, decision-making authority, or the couple's sexual dynamic. Hmm. Jack, Jack, and Jack. So that must be the three (laughs) that we're going to be talking about right there. I guess so. All right. The definition has many variants, as this is a wide umbrella term. This is a professional dominatrix Lola Jean. FLR can be any relationship that is not male-led. In its most lenient form, an FLR may be more of an equal power or varied power exchange between partners. It's more extreme and perhaps traditional. FLR is a relationship where the female, or femme, 
is the decision maker for the other partner. This could be anything from their finances to their attire to more menial tasks like chores. Any of the below, below dynamics might be involved in FLR, though not all need to be present for a relationship to be considered FLR. Okay. What are those, John? They got a whole list of them here. They do. It's a long list, too. Read it out. The woman is the sole or primary income earner in the relationship. Okay, so you have stay-at-home dads or stay-at-home husband. The man handles most or all of the domestic responsibilities and child care. Okay, that's what we just said. <laughs> the woman is the chief decision maker in the relationship. The woman's thoughts, feelings, and perspectives are given priority over the man's in the relationship. The woman has full financial control in the relationship, including controlling what the man is or isn't allowed to spend money on. The woman is sexually dominant, and most sexual encounters revolve around pleasing her. The woman is typically the one that decides when and how to have sex. The man's role is largely submissive and obedient, whether in a relationship, in bed, or both. The man and woman are largely equal in their day-to-day lives, but the woman is dominant in the bedroom. Okay. Yeah, that says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, and it really is a switch of traditional roles. A lot of people like to think that the relationship is equal, but this is more of a, fit, I think, of a 50s household, leave it to beaver. But switched. Yeah. So, yeah. Because in those scenarios, the men had a lot of control. Oh, they did. I couldn't have lived like that. Yeah, yeah too much control. I really couldn't. And now they're saying, well, we're going to flip the script, and we're still going to have that power dynamic, but now it's going to be the woman. And, you know, a lot of BDSM does have that power dynamic, and that's what a lot of people enjoy. So, so with you and I growing up in the 80s, I know that we did see a lot of, you know, even our parents have that typical 50 style gender gender role i mean our parents are both you know 60s and 70s you know and they grew up thinking that you know the woman needs to stay at home take care of the children while the husband worked yeah we've talked about this before a lot of people find it easy to slip into a power dynamic where the man is the dominant and the female is the submissive because that's the way we were raised yeah way it doesn't have to be bdsm it's just the way people believe that it's supposed to be so that it's a natural process. So, the kink versus feminist relationships. Tell us about that. In the kink community, FLR specifically refers to an eroticized power dynamic wherein women have power over men in a relationship, whether sexually, financially, or in terms of day-to-day decision-making. But some people have begun to embrace the term as a sort of synonym for a feminist relationship or a relationship where the woman is the head of the household. We've seen many BDSM terms and concepts seep into mainstream culture. FLR is another term that once specifically referred to a female-dominant submissive male dynamic, but which can be understood by any feministic people. As a kink, FLR gets much of its excitement and thrill from turning traditional gender roles on their head. Where our society still tends to view men as dominant and women as submissive, FLR consciously flips the script and indulges in a power dynamic that places women on top. That's pretty much what we were just talking about. Well, that's exactly what we're talking about. And then they say, they talk about feminism. When I think of feminism... I think of 
women trying to be equal. They just want to be equal with men. They don't want there sure. to be any difference between I'm a man, so I'm better. Or, But there, this is saying, from what you read, it sounds like they're defining feminism as making the woman better. Which a lot of feminists do, but I don't think that that's... I think that's a, a bad... Uh, stereotype for feminism is that they're trying to be I think so as well yeah I think they just want to be equal yeah very true so but that's not what this article is talking this about this is not all. no, no. <laughs> this is you know the Las woman bitch. is in control yes <laughs> yes so it's just like <clears throat> you know I've had other friends and some of my friends are more submissive you know female friends that are um, are not in the lifestyle but the ones that I do have in the lifestyle, I mean, they control the, you know, the financial end of everything. They control, you know, what her husband will do for a living. You know, um, I can certainly relate in a lot of that, you know? Um, (laughs) and it's funny when you, when you don't really expect people to look at you and think that I've had people in the lifestyle immediately look at my husband and be like, Oh, he's your gimp, isn't he? You know, and he will proudly say that I'm her gimp. Yes. <laughs> he actually wants me to get him a t-shirt that says I'm Mia's gimp. <laughs> we can make that happen. We can, we can. And I might surprise him with that one day. <laughs> okay. So they said there's three types and here. Yes. Type number one, low control. <clears throat> a low control female led relationship is essentially a typical progressive relationship, which is in the broadest type of FLR, the man and woman both contribute equally to the household and share many of the core responsibilities, from earning money to raising the kids to chores. Both partners provide income, the woman earning the same or more money than the man. Both partners also participate in housework and childcare, the man equally sharing or doing the majority of the domestic duties. Alternatively, the woman may be the sole breadwinner of the house, with the man handling all the domestic duties. This type of dynamic isn't necessarily an FLR in the BDSM sense, though some people would still consider it an FLR insofar as it subverts traditional gender roles. Everything is power. There are always power dynamics and exchanges present in any relationship, no matter if they identify as BDSM or not. Anything can be DS, a dominant submissive relationship, if that is how you define it, though nothing is innately so. It all depends on how we categorize very so, true. <clears throat> when I've been in relationships, I've been married, I've always tried to be equal. I've always tried to help with the household chores and raising the children and making sure it didn't really matter who was making more money. We, If we both worked, we both contributed to the bills. We put it into a joint account and we just paid the bills. So, I never thought about it was a female-led or a male-led relationship. I always wanted it to be equal. So, this sounds a lot like and they even said themselves, this is more of an equal power. She has a slight bit of say, or or maybe she makes a little bit more money, but this is more of an e- equality type of relationship. Sure. So, moderate high control is number two. The more, more common form of FLR involves the woman having anywhere from a moderate to high level of control over the man in the relationship. And this dynamic is usually more explicitly explored as a form of kink or BDSM. 
Sounds like fun. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on the dynamic, the partner's desire and agree to, the woman may have control over various parts of the relationship and the man's life. So this might include making all the big decisions in the relationship, having the final say in what they do or don't do, or what they spend money on, assigning most or all domestic responsibilities to the man, and or being the chief orchestrator of their sex life. Yes and yes. <laughs> the partners may also explore power play or domination themes in their sex life with the woman playing the dominant role and the man in the submissive role. In this type of FLR, typically the control has some limits or is only relevant in some parts of their life, but not all of it. All the partners shift in and out of the power dynamic as desired or needed. When a BDSM dynamic is present there, is more likely to be negotiations, aftercare, uh, check-ins or needs, and predetermined rituals or routines. Hmm. So not quite as, you know. Yeah, she has a lot more control. (laughs) 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 It's like starting from minimal to... Now, number three is like, yeah, grand She had my gimp. Now, here we go. Now, here we go. Complete control! Slave boy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm telling you, you need your whip for sound effects. I do. I was out there cracking it today. It was making me happy. All over the yard. It was great. Now it doesn't even sound like you're doing a whip. It sounded like something else. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when I whip my fire stick. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fire pole. Okay. (laughs) Some FLRs involve complete control and follow under the umbrella of 24-7 DS, a power relationship where the power dynamic is lived day in and day out throughout the partner's entire lives. The woman has full and total control over the man's life, and the unequal roles between the man and the woman are less of a role play happening in certain situations and more of a full, dedicated lifestyle. This is more akin to total power exchange that requires heavy negotiation and sometimes even a contract. When done sanely and consensually, there should always be moments of check-in and renegotiation. Even if the submissive is adamant on TPE or no safe word type of mentality, an ethical dominant will understand the balance. Ooh. Wow. She will understand the balance. Will she though? (laughs) She might know it's wrong, but does she care? (laughs) She's in control. She gives zero fucks. Isn't that funny? Is it? Well, it sounds scary to me. It it is kind of scary, but it's fun. But you know, a lot of women have a lot of fear when they go into a relationship with a man because they're afraid that the man's going to control them at that level. Yeah. So. Well, you know, and a lot of women, they lose their identity. Mm -hmm. They lose some type of sense of direction a lot of times because, you know, they love their partner and then they have kids together and then they, they don't do as much for themselves as they would their loved ones. And I get that part, but we're talking DS. We're talking, you know, I own you. You do as you're told. You're going to wear what I say. You're not allowed to say no. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) You might get boy. That's what that means. Right. So the benefits of FLR for the man. Let's see. What are the benefits? An FLR can allow men to experience a relationship where they aren't responsible for anything 
and where they can enjoy having someone else be in charge without shame. It removes the pressure to conform to an unrealistic model of masculinity carved for him by society. By feeling free to choose his own path, he opens himself up to who he really is, and it helps him to live a fuller life. Some men also specifically enjoy the feeling of being subordinate or even humiliated, in part because these feelings and experiences are considered so taboo in mainstream culture. It's similar reasons some men enjoy cockholding or ruined orgasms. It's the power dynamic. And this describes my relationship. And that's how it is. You know, we even catch ourselves and I'll say, hey, you need to take care of this today. And instead of saying, you know, yes, honey, it's yes, mistress. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's, to me, that's how it works. And it just works and it comes natural. And it's without you know, planning sometimes. It's without um, thinking too much, you know, overthinking it. And and it's right. I, I think the article is very accurate in saying that it removes the pressure to con for him to conform to some unrealistic model of masculinity. You know, um, you're like, yeah, you know, what the fuck ever. <laughs> John's like, I'm masculine. <laughs> She's just like telling him what to do. <laughs> but you know he likes it yeah he likes to be told what to do yeah. and you know that way he doesn't have to think about it and he just does it and he knows it has to get done you know and he knows he does it the best and you know and and the part of the the whole situation is is to give him it's almost like a little incentive but at the same time manipulation oh yeah it's, you know, total All power exchanges are manipulation. Absolutely. So it's like, would you like a session today? Would you like, um, yeah, I'm going to do that for you later, but hey, I need you to take care of this today. <laughs> yes, mistress, I'm on it. You know? <laughs> you be a good boy and you'll get a treat later. Exactly. <laughs> you know, woof for me. Woof, woof. <laughs> so yeah, that's the gist of it. It's yeah. quite fun. Yeah. You, you think you have the power, don't you? I do have the power. Yeah, you do. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to read the benefits for women, John? Okay. Yeah, For John. women, an FLR can be a way to fully step into their power in a way that simply isn't possible in most of mainstream society. Power means freedom. You get the final say on things, which can be especially exhilarating for women who grew up in conservative male-led homes. It also brings responsibility. Suddenly, you are the one responsible for the big choices. For women who love the challenges of taking responsibility and honoring commitments, it's transformative to have so much control. Some women also simply get a sexual thrill from dominating and subjugating others. Again, because it's so taboo to explore these dynamics in other parts of life. That's very true. So, to set up a female-led relationship, I was wondering if they were actually going to approach this. Because if they weren't, I was going to be like, okay, ladies, this is how it's done. <laughs> you tell him what to do, or he's not getting any pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that has a lot to do with it. <laughs> so, number one, you have to understand what you want. Before diving into any form of kink, BDSM, or power play, it's important to understand what you want and what your boundaries are, as well as those of your partner. So go about understanding your own desires first. How do you want it to feel? What aspects of their life do you want control over? What areas do you not want to be up for actual control over what the, whatever they're doing? 
period. It may be helpful uh, to research FLR dynamics or general DS relationship dynamics to understand what the possibilities are, what you want and what you want to do or what you don't want to do. Right. What are your limits? Absolutely. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. Limits and communication. Right. Hence the next one. Set up boundaries. Because it's important in any health relationship to have boundaries and limits and understand those. Absolutely. So, John, number two. Communicate what you want early on. If the FLR dynamic is something that is integral to your sexual or romantic relationships, it's important to communicate what you want early on in a potential relationship. You don't have to lead with it necessarily, though you could. There are sites and apps that are specifically geared toward finding partners who are interested in kink, BDSM, and specifically FLR, which may be good places to start your search if you just start in your exploration and know you're only looking for partners who are a game for this dynamic. Tell your partner what kind of dynamic you have in mind and what excites you about it, and allow them to indicate their interest level to you before proceeding into the details. An FLR is only possible with a fully willing partner, so back off if they say they're not into it. That's some good advice. It is, right? For any kink that you go into. No shit. If they're not fully willing, back off. Don't back do it. Back off. Don't you wish everyone would take that fucking advice? Right? Jeez. So then it says start slowly. FLR particularly, when it involves higher levels of control, could be an intense dynamic. Start small. If this is something you haven't played with before, the fantasy of something can be often much more different from the actual reality. Once you find a partner who's game, you can discuss what you each are comfortable with and begin to incorporate elements of FLR into your relationship. Make sure to continue communicating and checking in regularly to ensure the dynamic is feeling good for both parties. And that's the thing. I, that, again, that's with any relationship. Right. That's kind of like a 101. Right. Just kind of figure out what works for you. Absolutely. Okay, number four. Talk to other people who enjoy this type of lifestyle. Don't rely solely on your potential partners for exploring or understanding this kink. Befriend individuals who fall on the same side of the power exchange to discuss their experience. This will benefit you as partners may come and go. It also puts less onus on the partner to bear the weight of the kink and the desires. Okay. Yeah, you can't always depend on somebody else to give you what you want and what you need. You have to be able to know what you want and what you need. Yes. Now, it says the bottom line for this is a female-led relationship can be a form of kink or simply a way to make sure women are empowered in their relationships. You know, I remember watching an episode of, like, Wife Swap, for example. And you could tell this couple, they were vanilla they had a wife, a husband, and they had three daughters. And the husband was an engineer. They were very comfortably wealthy. But here he was going to work every day. She was staying at home and doing whatever she wanted to, going to the salon. She would buy very, uh, very elaborate things. She, she really didn't monitor her money, you know, and her spending. Um, but he catered to that. And he not only made the girls' beds in the morning, he made them breakfast. He did everything before he had to be in at work and arranged his schedule according to and, um, you know, getting home at a decent time to prepare dinner. I mean, he was her bitch. And when they did wife swap, it was a shock because he went to another household, obviously. 
and did something completely different. Like he was the king of the castle. He was like, oh my God, this is what I've been missing out on. So he went back home and he told his wife and his daughters, he's like, you know, I spent a week with a woman who, you know, made me dinner and took care of me. This woman even gave him foot massages at night. Oh, wow. Like, she thought he was the sweetest man. And, I mean, they, they had a great week together. It was a vacation for him. You know? <laughs> How did the other man... He, How did that the was other a nightmare, man, wasn't it? It was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> he was like, there is no fucking way I'm doing this shit. <laughs> but, you know, they have to comply with the rules. So that's how wife swap works. But Oh, my God. But it was funny, you know. and He was miserable. Wasn't he, he was miserable. And, you know, that was the thing. They weren't in a BDSM. They weren't in in type of this dom-sub relationship, but she made him her bitch, and it just happened. <laughs> and he took to the role, apparently, but wow. things change very quickly. Yeah. Okay. So it says there are many ways to experience an FLR, so communicate with your partner, and we talk about that all the time. It uh, opens the door to greater equality among genders as old ideas about real men are finally put to rest. All people feel empowered to choose the kind of relationship dynamic that works best for them and their partners without pressure to conform to ideologies instead of what makes them happy. Right. So that's the thing that we talk about all the time. What is normal? Who, who, de who decides what normal is? Who makes the rules on how we're supposed to behave? How we're supposed to act? You know, just because you're male doesn't mean you have to act the way that you were told. Just because you're female doesn't mean that you have to play with flowers and unicorns. You can be the engineer. You can do whatever you want. Very true. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. The only thing that matters is what you and your partner think. Very true. So. That's been very enlightening. That was a good article. So I realized that I'm not a total bitch. I'm more of like the number two out of the one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> because, you know, I still allow him, you know, some leeways to do certain things. You, you know? let him go to the store by himself sometimes. Certainly. Sometimes. <laughs> but I do have a tracker on his phone. <laughs> and I make sure that he texts me before and after when he leaves. I mean, that's just the way it's going to go. <laughs> and I do buy his clothes. And I do make sure he wears what I want him to wear. <laughs> And he gets but you don't lay them out for him. You just tell him what to lay out. He lays them out for himself, doesn't he? For the most part, yes. Sometimes yeah. I do lay them out just because, you know, I like to do little nice things for him. But, you know, he gets his hair cut the way I want him to get it cut. You know, he does the things I want him to do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's and you give him a treat. I do. I give him good treats. Yes. <laughs> and it was kind of funny because my mother always tells me, she's like, you have him running ragged, don't you? And I said, well, you know, he likes it. And she says, well, you better treat him good. I said, trust me, mom, you don't know all the good stuff I do for him. I will spare you the details. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Enough of my gross lifestyle. Yeah. You're one nasty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows this. Yes. Okay. Anyway, John. So, until next time, ladies, make all your gimp boy fantasies become realities. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.